I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. Thank you for listening to Your Working Life, my podcast series featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena. You spend a significant portion of your life at work, so I'm on a mission to provide you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. And I am delighted to welcome my very special guest to the show today, Beth Below. Beth, welcome. Thanks, Carolyn. I'm excited to be here. I'm delighted to have you, and we're going to dive into a juicy conversation, but I want to tell our listening audience about you. Beth Below serves as a guide to introvert entrepreneurs who want to amplify their strengths and build sustainable, energetically aligned businesses. She is a professional coach, author, podcaster, and speaker, and she's based in the Pacific Northwest and serves introverts worldwide. Beth is the author of Insight, Reflections on the Gifts of Being an Introvert, and the forthcoming The Introvert Entrepreneur, Amplify Your Strengths and Create Success on Your Own Terms. And I'm thrilled this book is coming in November, and we'll have to have you back on the show, Beth, to talk about the launch of the book, but let's give our listening audience a taste of what's coming. So how did you decide to write this new book? It came about really out of the work that I've been doing in my business, you know, as a coach and as an introvert, um, my energy is very precious to me. And I think what motivates a lot of coaches, consultants, and other people who have a big message to share, uh, I think what motivates them to write a book is that they want to reach as many people as possible in the most um, efficient way as possible. <laughs> um, so that was that was part of it. Is I felt like there was this really important message that I wanted introverts to hear about the importance of embracing who they are, you know, having awareness, embracing who they are, accepting and honoring it. And then for those that have that entrepreneurial impulse and calling, you know, how can they um, step fully into that and create something that they're going to be successful at while doing it, as the subtitle of the book says, on their own terms. So it was really about um, trying to, you know, take the lessons that I've learned myself as a business owner, as well as what I've learned from my clients, and trying to distill it and distribute it to as many people as possible so that um, we can have more, you know, really strong introvert entrepreneurs out there in the world. Fantastic. And I am a champion of introverts. I am an extrovert myself. However, as a coach, I've learned how important it is to understand the nuances of personality. And I imagine you're also trained and certified in the Myers-Briggs. However, I would love for you to unpack introvert and extroversion for our audience. Sure. Well, as as most people know, who especially who have taken the Myers-Briggs, introversion and extroversion are two of the traits that are measured, for, for lack of a better word, or assessed. Mm-hmm. And it happens that introversion and extroversion, it, it transcends Myers-Briggs. It is a trait or a, a characteristic that is um, assessed across a variety of personality assessments. So it's really core to thinking about who we are. I like to think of introversion and extroversion less as personality traits and more as energetic traits. And here's why. Because when we talk about it in terms of personality, we tend to collapse other words with introvert and extrovert that don't necessarily 
um, truly define what they mean. So let me ask you, when I say the word introvert, what, what personality trait usually would bubble up from that word for you? Well, as a coach, I'm probably not going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> because <laughs> for me, I understand. Me. Well, yes, okay. So for, for me, I understand it. Public? it well, <laughs> there we go. So let me, let yeah. me first say, uh, most people are going to probably say quiet, reserved. And I loved how you mm -hmm. said energy is precious. And as a coach, I would say someone that uh, spends that energy needs to recharge their batteries, right? And mm -hmm. take that yes. time to refuel that energy. Yeah. And so that quiet, reserved and shy is the other word that comes up almost 100% of the time. You know, those are things that can be true of an introvert, but they are not the defining characteristics of an introvert. So as I was saying, it's really about the energy. And so introverts will gain energy from solitude, from, um, you know, solitary activity or quiet, lower <laughs> stimulation environments, right. whereas um, they will drain energy during social interaction. That does not mean that they are not, that there aren't social introverts, right. you know, introverts who really do love social interaction. It's simply that it, it takes all of their energy to be in that situation and to be taking care of themselves and to be having fun. Um, whereas an extrovert will gain energy through those interactions. So that's the, the, the difference. And, and sometimes it's, you know, the reason why I think on the surface it shows up really um, where people think that an introvert doesn't like social situations or is socially inept in some way. A lot of the times it's, it's that it's an energy issue, not a, yes. not a social anxiety issue. <laughs> and I really appreciate your definitions, Beth. I think that is so helpful to the listening audience. And and I will also say in the career development realm, I think quite often introverts are misunderstood. So thank you for, for championing them and helping the extroverts who work with them better understand them. Yeah, that's. I think it's the key to world peace. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That should, be the, the that should be the sub-subtitle <laughs> of your book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So what, what if, right, what if we don't strongly identify with one or the other? What if we hug the middle? Yeah, that middle ground is called an ambivert. And so that means you kind of have a foot in both worlds. You are almost equally energized by solitude and equally energized by people. And you have the potential to be draining energy in either of those places. So you kind of have that, like I said, the foot in both worlds. And I should say that with the introversion and extroversion, we are all on a spectrum. Everyone, no matter how strongly you identify with one or the other, has the, for lack of a better way of putting it, opposite energy within them. So even though I am, you know, a tried and true introvert, I have extrovert energy within me. It's just that it is a much lesser degree than it, mm -hmm. you know, for you, Carolyn. Mm -hmm. And even you have introvert energy in you. Absolutely. It's just that the extrovert is dominant. Mm -hmm. So it's important to understand that it's, it's not a black and white kind of thing. It's a spectrum. And that those ambiverts, even the ambiverts, my guess is if you really, really pressed them, <laughs> they would probably demonstrate a preference. If I were to say, you're exhausted, um, your energy is depleted, how do you recharge yourself? And they would probably, you know, choose one or the other. Yeah. And that might give you a little inkling that they lean right. one way or the other. Right. And I think that's a great explanation of that forced choice. What is your dominant feature? So good, good mm -hmm. illustration. So I think that the strengths of introverts are really extraordinary. And I would love for you to lay those out and really define those for our listeners. 
Yeah, um, there are there are so many strengths to being an introvert. A lot of it is just owning it. Um, we have a we have a calming presence for a lot of people. I think it's because we tend to be good listeners. Yeah. Um, you know, th th one of the things that is so rare in our society, at least here in, in the United States, is that people actually really, really listen. And that you are with, with the person you're with, you're seeing and hearing them. And I think introverts tend to be those good listeners. They tend to be the people that have had um, other folks say to them, wow, I just met you five minutes ago, but I just told you my life story. Mm. <laughs> so, so I think it's because we tend to not necessarily, it's a kind of a double-edged thing. I think we do like to listen and we are curious, but it's also, we don't necessarily enjoy talking about ourselves. <laughs> and so it's a little bit easier to turn the spotlight on somebody else, which is also a strength, I think, is that we can, um, you know, really put the attention outward towards the person we're talking to or the project we're working on or the organization or company that we're working for. So we're, we're motivated um, internally, but we're also motivated by not necessarily looking for the spotlight. Does and that make sense? It does. It does. And you can't see me, but I'm smiling ear to ear because active <laughs> listening is a skill and, and it can it be so challenging for extroverts. And I say that with my hand in the air, you know, we always want to chime in. And I agree with mm -hmm. you. Introverts are, are beautiful listeners. Yeah, yeah. And and um, they tend to want to dive deep into things as opposed to going broad. Uh -huh. So they're, you know, wanting to really dig into that project, you know, one or two projects instead of working on five or six. And, um, and they tend to be uh, good synthesizers. And that goes along with that listener. So they might, you know, the introvert is that person in the in the group meeting that might not say much. But they're taking really good notes. They're thinking, you know, processing everything, and they're probably going to be the one at the end of the end at the end of the meeting that says, "Well, have you thought about this?" Yeah. And it makes everybody stop, <laughs> and they yeah. go, "Oh, the light bulb we hadn't moment, about right?" That. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, sometimes as we're talking about these strengths, it's like with any strengths with anyone, there's always a flip side. And so that, you know, being quiet and thinking through the meeting can also be construed as not participating. So it's really important, I think, for introverts, again, to understand what's going on and how they're being perceived by others and being able to be willing to have conversations or be transparent about what works best for them in terms of how they contribute to the workplace, to family life, you know, to whatever groups they're in. So let's segue, Beth, to entrepreneurship and, and your new sure. book. Why, why is entrepreneurship so appealing for many introverts? I think one of the core pieces, one of the core reasons I've heard time and time again is independence, um, a sense of wanting some freedom. And this is probably true for a lot of entrepreneurs in general. I mean, I think entrepreneurs in general value freedom. Um, but for introverts, they felt either misunderstood or marginalized or they weren't getting ahead in the way they wanted to in a traditional workplace, um, especially if they were in a career or an environment or culture that was very extrovert oriented. And so there was a certain amount of frustration with that and feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm being misunderstood here and I have this this calling, this pull, this vision to do something else and I want to do it on my own. 
Um, I'm convinced it was probably an introvert who said, if you want it done right, do it yourself. <laughs> and so, so claim I think it. a lot of those, yeah, just claim it, you know, and, and I think a lot of introverts are in those kinds of jobs and especially ones who go into more consulting or coaching or service oriented where they're working with and for someone else. And they say, I have too many ideas. I can do this better on my own, yeah. or I'd have more energy to devote to actually uh, doing my craft if I didn't have to deal with the people too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, if I didn't have to deal with bosses or coworkers. So, right. so you know, it's it, there's not a, a simple answer to that question. I think it's it varies. It would be different for every introvert entrepreneur you talk to, but I do think that there's an underlying sort of thing that happens when they're in that corporate world and they feel called towards entrepreneurship, where they say, you know, I'm I'm not fitting in here. Mm-hmm. And so it's time to make something that does fit me. So when one does take the leap to become an entrepreneur, if one is an introvert, what are the keys to success? Because entrepreneurial careers are tough, you know, and I'm not saying that introverts can't do it, but for anybody, and if any stripe, <laughs> right. you've got to be scrappy and tenacious and resilient. Absolutely. Resilience, I think, is one of the key things. You've got to be able to bounce back and, you know, ride the ups and downs um, the ebbs and flows, and that includes cash and energy mm-hmm. and work. Um, and so I think for introverts, the you know, when you read that intro, you talked about energetically aligned businesses. Yeah, That to me is part of the key, that you are creating something that is aligned with your energy. So for introverts, that's not going to look like going to networking events every week or every day or, you know, that Maybe sort of at thing. All. <laughs> or or <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, I don't think I've been to a networking event in months, but that doesn't mean that I'm not networking exactly, in different ways. Exactly, exactly. You know, so you have to find ways of doing sales, doing self-promotion, doing networking, um, all of those external activities. You you need to be know yourself well enough that you can find a way to um, implement those very necessary activities, but to do it according to your own energy, according to your own strengths, as opposed to those dreaded shoulds. Um, I should be out there networking every day, or I should be cold calling, or any of those things. You you might end up doing those things, but it's important that they're not shoulds. They need to be want-tos. Yeah, and I, th- I believe that you need to be comfortable in your own skin and do it in a way yes. that resonates with you and plays to your strengths. Absolutely. So happy hour networking? Nah, not so much. Um, you know, but networking at a conference, that's that's rather different because everybody's gathered for a similar cause. There's a there's a central idea that people can be talking about. Um, and so it's there's structure. So that's just one example of how, yes, you network, but you choose what type of event is going to um, show you off at your best. Excellent. So Beth, do you think there's wisdom for introverts or extroverts to surround themselves and and build their teams with opposite types? I think that there is value in that. I I think it's less about mm, similar, you know, birds of a feather or opposites attract. And it's more about finding someone that has that um, energy sensibility that aligns with you. So I could have, I think everyone that I'm teamed up with right now are all introverts. Yet what works about it is that we each know our own special strengths and our skills. And the most important thing besides just honoring what those skills are and those strengths is that we're communicating with each other, which could be kind of the downfall of an all introvert team. Um, 
But if you know it, then you can work to develop that piece of it and be transparent about it. You know, sometimes people will say, well, if you're an introvert and you don't like sales, we'll just pair up with an extrovert. Yes and no. You know, <laughs> I was waiting to hear person. how you were going to tackle that. Go for it. <laughs> uh, did I paint myself into a hole? No, there? no, it's all good. <laughs> I'm, I'm eager to hear. Yeah, well, it's, you know, yes and no. It, it's less, of, I think, about the introvert, extrovert, and more just about, you know, how do you feel with that person? Do you feel safe? Do you feel like you have complementary skills? Do you have mutual respect and trust? Have you outlined clear expectations with how you're going to work together? Um, and, you know, for an introvert working with an extrovert, the extrovert might, you know, the introvert might say, okay, good, go little extrovert, you can go do your thing. And I'll just sit back here and turn out the reports. And, you know, that's not going to necessarily be a formula for success. There still needs to be, you know, mutual input and activity and, and whatnot. So it's just finding what the strengths are and learning, being willing to learn from each other. So... And kind of a roundabout answer to that. Yeah, that worked. I like it. And I, you know, that, yeah, yeah, I love I love your term energy sensibility. That's really beautiful. Um, so is that in the forthcoming book? Because that is a brilliant, brilliant term. You need to trademark that. I need to. Yeah, it's funny when I do interviews like this, and I think it's because in- introverts are not verbal processors. Sometimes things pop out of my mouth that <laughs> right I don't know where they came from. So there you go. There's one of them. <laughs> okay, well you claim it, my dear, because it is it is brilliant. And so, sensibility. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I wrote it down, so definitely claim it. So, what other advice do you have for introverted entrepreneurs? Because you know, running a business effectively is a challenge for anyone. But let's drill down because this is the expertise in the new book. Tell us about running the business. Yeah, it's, it's first about, you know, again, I'll just reiterate that it's around that honoring who you are and respecting your energy, being firm in who you are and what you need and not being apologetic or dismissive of those needs. Because um, one of the things I say is a fake extrovert is just that it's a fake extrovert. Mm. So you're not going to succeed by I'm not I'm not a fan of the fake it till you make it. And I know that lots of people would disagree with me on that. But um, I believe more in, you know, being really true to who you are and cultivating the skills and pulling on your inner resources um, that you might not even realize you had that, of course, come out through things like coaching sure. um, that, that that can help you create and reclaim the story of who you are and what you have to offer. So I think first and foremost, it's really about self-acceptance and, you know, being being good to yourself, respecting and trusting yourself. That's That's so huge. And it's not even... It doesn't have to do with your balance sheet, you know, directly or your marketing strategies or your social media. So much of it is it's an, in, you know, I say in my tagline, success is an inside job. So, you know, I feel like 80 percent of whether you succeed or fail as an introvert entrepreneur has to do with your own mindset, attitude, approach. Um, and and as you were saying before, like things like perseverance and resilience. Um, so it's, it's, it's also has to do with what I say is, you know, not playing the introvert card. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So while you still own that introversion, don't use it as an excuse (laughs) for not doing certain things or for, um, you know, certain habits. Um, there is a certain amount of skill cultivation that needs to happen if we want to succeed. We, we can't be hermits in a cave and still have a business. 
Um, so it's important to recognize where you need to develop skills and then please, you know, reach out and get help for that. Um, again, we come back to that feeling of independence of, um, you know, I can do it myself. If I don't know how, I can learn. Um, I, I've come a lot, a lot, excuse me, have come across a lot of introverts, including myself, who consider themselves Swiss Army knives. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I need to build a new website. I okay, I can learn how to do that. You know, <laughs> and and I think one of the keys to success of creating that energetically sustainable and energetically aligned business is that you are reaching out for help, getting the right partners on board, getting, you know, cultivating the skills that you need, you know, recognizing where you don't have them and that where you need them and then doing it. Um, it. It's as simple as that. Don't think about it. Don't say, well, someday I'll get a virtual assistant. Right. Do it. Just do it. And, and, you know, often, and this is, this transcends introvert, extrovert, but often it's easier, less expensive, um, less time consuming than you think. I agree. And it can save you a tremendous amount of energy. Right. And it helps you focus on what only you can do, right? So yes. you can yes. perform at that high level of expertise. So yes. Beth, wrapping up, what are some ways that introverts can manage their energy? You talked about energy sensibility. How, how yep. does one manage it? Because it is a precious commodity. I think first it's important to recognize what your own rhythms are. Um, it's taken me years to figure out when I, when I do my best thinking, when I do my best with my clients, when I do my best writing, when I'm just flat out tired um, and can't do anything. Lots of people, um, lots of introverts that I've talked to will say, well, I need you know, they kind of know there are people to private ratio. <laughs> so for every one hour of people, I need two hours of private time. Hmm. Or for okay. every one hour of people, I need four hours of private time. If you know those, that ratio, then you can plan a little bit better and you won't find yourself in these, you know, burned out and, um, you know, kind of feeling useless energetically. Um, you will be able to, you know, when we say balance, it doesn't mean equal. I think uh -huh, it means that uh -huh. you've got, you know, the right ratio that's going to make you do your best. So I think it's to recognize, okay, if I go to that one hour networking event, I need to make sure I have two hours of downtime. And that can have different repercussions. It might mean, well, I don't go to you know, my friend's party, or I have to tell my husband, I think I'm going to take a walk by myself, mm -hmm. or whatever it might be, you, you know, there's boundaries <laughs> that you need to figure out and need to figure out how to talk about them with people, again, in a way that is not defensive or apologetic. But just this is what I need. Um, it kind of goes along with that putting on your own oxygen mask first, right. which is a, a very overused cliche, but it's but it works. overused for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. I, I love your, your fundamental theme of, of self-advocacy, right? Looking yeah. out for yourself. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, the, nobody else is going to look out for us. So um, true. So true. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing about there's nothing like entrepreneurship to uh, cause you to look in the mirror and see who you really are and, and stretch you your limits you are, <laughs> and stretch your limits. And when you see that and you believe in yourself, then it's important that you become your own best advocate. Beautifully put. Beth, what a delight to have you on the show. I'm really excited about the forthcoming book, The Introvert Entrepreneur amplify your strengths and create success on your own terms. And it's coming in November of 2015. Please share your website and how we can connect with you on social media. 
Sure. You can find me online at theintrovertentrepreneur.com. I'm excited to share that, um, at least at the time we're recording this on early June, that I'll be having a new website launching in just a week or two. Um, So I really hope that people will visit and uh, leave a few comments. Um, There you will find information about both the forthcoming book, The Introvert Entrepreneur, as well as my first book, Insight Reflections on the Gifts of Being an Introvert. Um, The book is available for pre-sale right now on Amazon and on um, the iTunes, you know, bookstore. And, um, And on social media, my most active platform is Facebook. So if you go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash or backslash the introvert entrepreneur, and you can find me on Twitter at um, introvert coach. So those are the best ways to to connect. And of course, you mentioned before, I'm a podcaster. So um, I love having uh, new listeners and uh, would invite anyone to uh, go onto iTunes and do a search for the introvert entrepreneur and uh, become a subscriber. And you have great content. So I wholly recommend that to all of our listeners. Beth, what a joy to have you on. I'm so excited about uh, your great resources. I've learned a lot today. I thank you for sharing your wisdom and expertise. And I wish you great success with the forthcoming book. Thank you so much, Carolyn. It's been a wonderful pleasure chatting with you. Well, thank you. And we'll talk again soon, I hope. Yes, thank you. Be well. And I want to thank my listeners for tuning into Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. True career and life satisfaction is possible, and it's time to embrace what you love doing so you can do more of it. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Take good care.